How much would your life change if you knew every single time someone told you a lie? Even if that someone was you. Lies like you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you can't own a business, and you definitely will never make more than you did in your old corporate job. Get ready to be proactive, passionate, productive, and oh so profitable in a way you've never before experienced by opening your eyes to the big fat lies. Now, here's the host of Big Fat Lies, business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. <laughs> Happy Friday, you guys. It's time for Big Fat Lies. If this is the first time that you tuned in to Big Fat Lies, I'm going to tell you why I care about people telling themselves lies. Well, there's so much so much of it out there. It's like fake news. And I don't want you believing fake news about you, fake news about your business, fake news about your financial flows. And I have always been aware. I've been a sensitive being my whole entire life. And, you know, I just was always aware of what people thought about themselves and what they thought they could do and what they were allowing to stop themselves. And, you know, even though today's topic is called, I can't say no to new clients, <laughs> I really want you to have a look at what you can say yes to. And I get it. A new client walks in the door and throws their money down and says, I want to work with you how do you even say no to that? You know, is that even possible for you? You've got bills, you know, you want to buy presents for Christmas, you, you actually have a viable business. So you're like, okay, well, if somebody wants to use my business, why would I say no? Well, in this episode, we're going to unzip the lie called, I can't say no to new clients. And there's a mantra in business called niche down to blow up, which means the tighter your niche, the more you can get identified as a name brand in your niche. That said, that said, what do you do when you're in a cash crunch or a growth slump? Should you actually do mission adjacent projects? Should you take on clients that have a niche that isn't your niche. So in this episode, I'm going to share the three ways that you can say no and still have people want to work with you and not feel, you know, sort of spurned by you. And then I'm going to actually share with you three questions that you have to ask yourself before you take on a new client. And so before we get started, I'm going to tell you a little bit about me. My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis, and I am a business coach a shaman and a seer. And so you might be thinking, okay, well, why would a shaman be a business coach? Well, all of my life, uh, ever since I had a grown up job, I've been in banking and finance and real estate and management. And I've looked after portfolios of millions of dollars worth of real estate and done projects that were, were worth millions of dollars as well. So and I'm deeply connected to the earth. I'm deeply connected to people's energy. And I see things for them, choices that they could make, lies that they're telling themselves about their lives 
and about business, especially about business. And so that's why I want to join you or I want you to join me today. If you're listening, uh, jump into the studio audience at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com forward slash chat room and or just listen today. And I've got some previous episodes that you might want to check into. I don't take anything seriously. So please don't take anything that I say very seriously. If it resonates for you, then it resonates for you. If it makes you want to smile or laugh, or it gives you some hope or some direction in your life, that's specifically what I'm here for. And so that's my invitation. You might want to set your clock for one o'clock PM on Fridays for Big Fat Lies, where we you know, just open our eyes to the stuff that's stopping us from being profitable in our lives, profitable in our business, and really, really happy and switched on and feeling the full spectrum of our experience here on planet Earth. (laughs) So where do we go? Oh my goodness. So I'm sure that you've taken on clients that you were kind of like, not 100% sure I want to work with this person. And you may have been so young in your business that you thought, oh, well, I don't even really know who my niche is. Um, And you might have gotten smacked in the face by working with that client, or you might have felt like just sort of shitty for hours after working with that client, or even shitty hours before working with that client. And I am such a sensitive being, like I pick up on what people need, what people think they need, um, you know, all sorts of information about people and their businesses. And so, you know, (laughs) I have to make sure to charge quite a bit for my services because yes, I have sessions with you. Yes, I have packages with you, but I'm getting information for you all the freaking time. And so I have to make sure, you know, those hours that I'm laying in bed journaling about your business, that I'm actually getting paid for that too. So that said, you guys, how many hours are you actually working with your clients and how many hours are you actually getting information for them or going out and doing something special for them, you know, and are you getting paid for the face-to-face hours? but you're not getting paid for the hours outside of the face-to-face. And so that's why we have to be clear about what it is that we do for our clients. That's why we have to be clear about what it is that we don't do for our clients. (laughs) My mission statement is I identify new profitability for female business owners undergoing undergoing a growth crisis. And so a growth crisis can be so many different things. So many different things. You know, it's like too many clients, not enough clients, you know, uh, a supply chain difficulty with um, what it is that you do. And, you know, like a thousand different derivatives of that. So if you consider yourself in a growth crisis and you're a female business owner, then um, this is how I choose whether or not I'm going to work with you. And also, I ask myself a ton, a ton of questions. I ask my prospective clients a ton of questions. 
And it's so interesting right now, um, I'm taking a really remarkable course and uh, we were you know, encouraged to talk to one another about our businesses and uh, have a lot of discussions about what it is that we're bringing out into the world. I'm creating or in the process, I've created a course now called Everyday Wealthy. And so I was talking to um, people in the chat of this course and I was saying, oh, well, you could book onto my calendar. And I have a link that people can go to on my calendar where they can just book directly with me and they can answer the questions and they can drop their human design chart right in the, the questions. And so when I get to talk to them, I have the benefit of knowing the answers to these questions and, um, and then also the benefit of having a look at their human design chart, because I use quite a bit of human design and what it is that I do. And uh, yeah, it was interesting. I had a couple of maybe even three people say, oh, well, I don't want to answer all of those questions before I talk to you. And there were, yeah, sort of derivatives of that. Do I have to drop in my human design chart? You know, I can't book with you without it. And years ago, I used to like try to send people questions afterwards, like they had booked the, the chat with me. And then I'd try to get them to answer the questions afterwards. And it wasn't all that successful. And I do need to have the information before I book the chat with people, because I need to know right away if what their vision is for what it is that we'll do together is even congruent with what it is that I do. You know, some people just want you to talk to them and give, give them all of your business magic for free. And so you need to know that, you guys. Do these people actually have the resources to be able to pay you for your services or your products or, you know, your consulting, your coaching, whatever it is that you're doing, or are they tire kickers? Are they, you know, freebie people? And you need to know that right away because you have a viable business and you shouldn't have to defend your viable business from tire kickers. You just shouldn't. And so if that's something that you've been struggling with, defending your viable business from tire kickers, then this episode is so for you. I'm so glad that you're listening right now, you know, because that's the thing, you know, I really, really, really have a huge place in my heart for entrepreneurs. I grew up in an entrepreneur family. And, you know, if people wanted something from my mom or wanted something from my grandpa, you know, like everybody had to step to the side because there was a deal to be written. And I don't actually think that that has to happen. I think what you can do is you can be very, 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 very clear about who you're working with and that you don't actually have a whole lot of space for tire kickers. And you can actually set your radar and you can set your SOPs to make sure that you know who you're dealing with. And so one of the ways that you can do that is by making it difficult -er, to get a session with you, to get a face-to-face with you. So they're going to have to say, you know, what kind of business are they looking for from you? 
What kind of services are they looking for from you? What kind of products, what kind of solutions are they looking for from you? And if they're not willing to fill out a tiny little survey, you know, and drop in a resource document, <laughs> then they're not going to do the work. You know, if you're in any sort of transformational process, if there's any sort of like repartee that you have to have with your clients, if you're not just like, hey, buy this t-shirt, then I would recommend that on your scheduler, you do need a scheduler, you know that, right? <laughs> on your scheduler, you have questions people have to answer before they can have a session with you. And also what I recommend is that they can have one of these freebies with you where you do whatever it is you do. I mean, you're not coaching on this, by the way. You're not providing like deep, deep, deep value. You're just, you know, trying to find out whether or not you want to work with these people. So be very, very careful about that. I've done that so much. <laughs> so whenever I provide advice to you guys, it's always because I do everything the hard way. And so when I finally have a process that's solid, that I can facilitate, that I can talk to you guys about, you know that I've done it the wrong way a bunch of times, just because that's how I'm designed. I want to have the full experience here on planet Earth. And so my show producer is reminding me uh, that we're about to head to the break. And so after the break, I want to talk to you guys about how to say no to new business in a way that's um, kind of sexy. And it sets you up as an industry leader. It also, if you have it set up properly, can still put money in your bank. And it could also set you up for that person to that you even said no to, to refer you more business. And doesn't that sound interesting? You're like, mm, I wonder how I can say no and still get business. So that's why you're going to want to join me after the break. My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis, and you can join me after the break. You're listening to Big Fat Lies on Inspired Choices Network. Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that? How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. 
eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to Jennifer at jennifercramerlewis.com. All right, you guys, welcome back. Are you ready for some magic? (laughs) Oh my goodness. So before the break, I was talking about how it's possible to say no in such a way that people are like, oh my God, I wish she would say yes. And it's also possible to say no to new clients in a way where they actually know what your normal scope of business is. And so they're like, oh, Jennifer works with female business owners. Oh, well, I'm a dude. So Jennifer doesn't work with dudes. And, oh, well, Jennifer works with female business owners who are undergoing a growth crisis. Oh, my goodness. My friend is really that. She's a female business owner. She's undergoing a growth crisis. We never get to do stuff anymore. I really care about her. I think I want to refer her to Jennifer. So think about that for yourself. What is it that you actually do? And if you could niche down... And by niching down, what I really want you to do is I want you to ask yourself these questions. (laughs) And so we're going to do this first. Uh, I was going to actually give you the ways of saying no, but I'm going to give you why you're going to want to say no first. So the first question I want you to ask yourself is, how do I feel about working with this client? And so you actually might not have a whole lot of information on working with the client, which is freaking great. Because then what you can do is you can tap into your body. You can just say, okay, well, beyond thinking, everything below the you know, the notch in my neck is going to give me information about how I feel about working with this client. And so if you've never done that before, you've always been like, you know, let's get out my spreadsheet, my calculator, you know, you know, this person's going to pay me all this money. Well, yeah, in most cases, when you make a mistake, and you take a client in on the money, biggest mistakes I've ever made in business, you guys, ever made were about the money. I didn't ask myself, how do I feel about working with this business? How do I feel about working with this person? Let's take the money way out of the equation. What do I know about it? You know, what do I know deep down in my body? Well, your spleen might have something to say about it, like, ooh, mm mm-mm. Or your sacral could say something about it, like, "Uh uh-uh. 
or even your emotional center could say something about it. Like, Ooh, I sort of like on and off, like, Ooh, this person will be a real freaking roller coaster ride to work with. And so I really, really, really want you to ask yourself this question before you take on any new client and don't go into the, Ooh, it's okay. I'll just do it once. That's the famous, famous, famous last words of business. I'll just do it once. Well, what happens if you do a really great job with this person and then everybody expects you to do this soul crushing work? Like what then? Are you ever going to get paid enough for this soul crushing work? <laughs> oh my God. I worked in uh, property management for five years and uh, I, God, oh my God. You know, other than the really amazing other property managers that I worked with, I had like maybe a handful of people who were really, really remarkable that I got to work with. And oh my God, the rest of them, just crazy, you guys, crazy. You know, like people, you'd catch them on the video camera, like dumping a couch in the garbage room. And then you got like, you're like, dude, Bill, this is your face on the CCTV dumping this couch. And Bill would be like, it wasn't me, Bill. We have you on camera. So this was the type of work that I did every day. It was ridiculous, you guys. Absolutely ridiculous. Imagine being a super sensitive person and dealing with people who lied to you every single day. <laughs> like, it's just like, it was so hard to go to work. And so this is what I don't want for you. What I do want for you is when you hook up to these clients and you agree for your services or your products or your, you know, intellectual property to enrich the client, that you become enriched in the process. You know, you actually get paid enough. And... <laughs> so funny like it may be time for your rates to go up it may be just like have a look at it and also you know will you ever feel enriched you know like even if they're paying you a lot of money because you know when I was in property management I did get paid very well thank you but they had to because it was such a soul-sucking job and so think about that for yourself. If you're building your own business, you know, are you building a business that enriches you? Are you building a business that enriches you? And if you're not, then what the hell are you doing? Like, honestly, what the hell are you doing? Almost like, like, I just want to say, how dare you? How dare you do that to you? build a business that doesn't enrich you, you know, like it might be fun to just go work at the bakery, <laughs> you know, put the cream filling inside the eclairs, you know, polish the case, you know, make butter tarts, that might be more fun for you. And there's nothing wrong with that. Having your own business is so freaking hard. It really is, you guys. 
you know, you're the you know, you're the first person people see in most cases, and you're the last person people see in most cases. And so if you're not like loving it and really feeling valuable and enriched by the process, then we need to have a look at it. Because if you're super committed to this business, if, you know, it's your main money maker, then really what we need to do is have a look at how it can enrich you. How can it is such a great question. The second question that I really want you to ask yourself when you're taking on new clients is what future is available to me with this new client? What future is available to me with this new client? And again, it's not an intellectual process. You're gonna, um, you're just gonna get a sense of it. And so the sense of it might feel like, um, might feel effervescent. It might feel like bubbly. It might feel like, oh, I can't wait to find out. It's like, you know, like going to Disneyland or opening presents. You're just getting that sense like, wow, what future is available to me with this new client? Or it might feel like, uh-oh. You might feel like, oh, don't go there, sister. Don't go there. And you can't ignore that, especially if it's just a little splenic awareness. You can't ignore it, guys, because the spleen only gets you once as an awareness center. And it's the big one. Like if you can get a splenic awareness, it's going to tell you, oh, no, no, no. And if you ignore it, you're going to end up paying. And I'm only telling you this because I've done all the stupid things. I've done all the stupid things. And so I really would love for you to have a business that feels amazing, that you're really aimed at a future that enriches you, makes you feel like all your talents are valued and all of your talents are getting to be expressed in this business. It's not just like going there and phoning it in and then coming home. Because if you're going to do that in your own business, you might as well just go do something else. Because having a business is hard, you guys. And, you know, one of the big fat lies that people who are thinking about getting into business is owning your own business is easy. It's not. You are 100% responsible for you. Even when you feel like phoning it in, you have to give you a kick in the ass or you have to set up the systems and processes where you simply cannot phone it in. <laughs> you just can't. And so, you know, maybe you need to set up your day properly because, you know, for me, I'm not on really until like noon. I'm just not that kind of person. I'm not really on until noon. And so when I have a client before noon, I have to get up quite early to make sure that I'm on for my clients. <laughs> so think about that for yourself. Like even look at your own biorhythms. Like what time are you actually on for? Like when are all your systems switched on? And know that for yourself. Like even grab a little piece of paper and write down the time where you know you are actually on. Well, that's when your business should actually start for the day. 
you shouldn't actually be engaging with clients. And so if you're saying, oh, it's okay, I'll take an appointment at eight o'clock in the morning. What do you think you're doing? <laughs> I am no good at eight o'clock in the morning. You cannot have a conversation with me at eight o'clock in the morning. Even my husband, no, no. Here's your coffee. <laughs> Here's your coffee and the dog. That's what my husband could give me at eight o'clock in the morning. Any more than that? And I'm like, nope. <laughs> and so the next question that I want to give you guys is what future is available without this client? Like if I don't say yes to this client, what future is available to me if I don't say yes? Yeah. And so since that, and if it's like super effervescent, it's like, yeah, my future feels amazing without this client. I'm like, wow, do not take that client on. Just don't, you know, uh, it's so interesting. We're going to cover this after the break. Um, but, you know, people might think that you have to work with them. And so that's why you're going to want to stay with us and listen after the break, because there may be people who are like family or close family friends or referred from somebody that you super respect. So you need to know how to say no to these people and still allow them to be curious about working with you, uh, want to refer people to you because they know exactly what it is that you do. And so that's why you're going to want to join us after the break to learn how to say no with a lot of sophistication and in a way that allows you to still make money and still get referrals from those people. So you are listening to Big Fat Lies on Inspired Choices Network. My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis, and I'm so looking forward to sharing this information after the break. Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that? How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to jennifer at jennifercramerlewis.com. Hey guys, thank you so much for coming back. I'm super excited about sharing this information. So before the break, I was talking about how we really need to make sure that when we hook up to clients and they agree that we are going to enrich their businesses with our intellectual property that we get enriched too. Did you actually think about that? It's like, okay, well, do I feel enriched by 
working with this person? Or do I feel obligated to work with this person? Do I feel like I have to say yes? And in a lot of cases, we make the, um, the money the thing. We make the money the deciding factor. Like somebody says, you know, it's like indecent proposal. Remember that old movie where Robert Redford's like, mm, I'll give you a million dollars to sleep with your wife. Well, are you making it that the money gets to decide whether or not you're going to work with people? And in a lot of cases, people do. They're like, oh my goodness, that's the biggest paycheck that I've ever earned for that. I must say yes to it. Well, please don't. Please do not say yes. <laughs> Just don't. It will come around to take a giant chunk out of your hiney. It's going to bite you in the ass, people. So... I would love for you to learn how to say no in a way that actually makes people curious about what it is to work with you. So when you know what your niche is, just for example, my mission statement is I identify new profitability for female business owners in a growth crisis. So new profitability, what does that mean? Well, they actually have to have been profitable at one time in their lives, <laughs> fairly recently, and a female business owner. So I work with female business owners and undergoing a growth crisis. So what kind of growth crisis? Well, we'll have to talk about it. And so for you, like, who do you love working with? What are your clients that you, you just know that you're super excited to work with. You're super excited to enrich their business with your intellectual property or talents or capacities or abilities. Who do you know? And once you get super freaking clear, so clear on what it is that you're here to do that feels valuable, that you feel enriched by, then what can happen is when somebody asks you, like say, you know, a family, your uncle calls you, oh, you got to work with this person. You know, I want to set you guys up in a business meeting. You got to work with this person. Then you sort of feel beholden. You feel like, oh, well, I have to, you know, because I said, you know, to my uncle that I have a business and that you know, he's given me a referral, I have to say yes to it. Okay, so I would love for you to draw a line in the sand and say, okay, I used to say yes, because of obligation, I used to say yes, because of the money. And now I don't do that anymore. And now that you don't do that anymore, you can start to say no. And no actually means no. It's so funny. I heard this on a TV show last night. And I thought it was so clever. Yeah, this woman says no to this guy. And the guy's like, no. She says no to him. And the guy's like, no. And she's like, yeah, no. You might not have heard it before. It means no. <laughs> awesome. I was like, oh, God, that's so clever and funny. 
So think about that for yourself. So one of the things that you can say is, I see your vision. I see your vision and I see what it is that you're here to do in your business, Jim. But I work with female business owners undergoing a growth crisis. And I help them identify new profitability, Jim. (laughs) See how easy that is? When you actually know what your niche is, then anything outside of your niche is really easy to say no to. Even if Jim's like, well, I'd like to pay you a million dollars to sleep with you. I mean, that's up to you, depending on whether Jim is as handsome as Robert Robert Redford. (laughs) However, be aware that you might end up with some bite marks on your butt. So let's just practice that together. I see your vision, Jim. I see your vision, Jim. But, and then tell them what it is that you do. And so it's up to them to see that what they're offering and what they're looking for and what you do are two different things. And so what that does is, one, it sets up you as an authority, as someone who helps people identify new profitability in their business. And then if they want to refer you in the future, they're going to know exactly what it is that you do. Isn't that cool? You just identified yourself as a leader of somebody who does that, you know, identify new profitability for female business owners undergoing a growth crisis. And, you know, Jim's like, oh, Jennifer, that's what she does. And so think about that for yourself, you guys, when you're super clear about what it is that you do. Now, I remember coaching people and Oh gosh, it's like pulling teeth sometimes. It's really like pulling teeth. They're like, but I can work with everybody. You know, like they have this new modality and they're just like, oh my God, I want to get my hands on everybody. Well, if you want to get your hands on everybody, then nobody can choose you because you have to identify yourself as someone who does something very specific. So if you have a modality, you know, pick a niche just pick one. Do you work with pregnant women? Do you work with, you know, children under five? Do you work with teens? Do you work with millennials? Do you work with empty nesters? Just pick. Who makes you the happiest? What makes you excited? And then just pick. Because the more you identify what it is that you do, the more you can become identifiable as the expert in that niche. And so that's what we're all asking for. We're like, please know me, please trust me, and please choose me as an expert. And so if you're not willing to identify yourself as an expert in the niche, then how can anyone else identify you as an expert in the niche? It's kind of a stretch, isn't it? You see that, you're like, but I work with everybody. And then people say, oh, well, who do you work with? And you're like, everybody. (laughs) They're like, "Uh, I don't know everybody. You do get that, don't you? And so here's the next thing. Here's the next thing that you can say. 
uh, and this is especially if family wants to work with you or, you know, like somebody who you really know quite well. And now I'm not saying that you can't work with people that you know quite well, but what I've noticed is that when you work with people that you know quite well, it gets muddy. You're like, okay, we're going to go out for drinks and then I'm going to end up giving you a 90 minute consult on what you should do with your business. (laughs) And then I'm going to leave tired and you're going to leave inspired. So think about that for yourself, guys. What are the slidey places and spaces where you don't feel comfortable uh, making sure that people stay on their side? You know, it's like having a family friend that's a chiropractor where you're not going to be like, hey, can you just like fix my neck? You're not going to do that. And if you are the type of person who does that, you need to know that that's not done. So I would love for you to have a look at the places and spaces where, you know, those people make it difficult for you to keep your professional line. And so quite possibly those are the people that you don't want to work with because you feel like you should offer them a friends and family discount, or you feel like um, you should, you know, make your sessions longer or, You should work outside of your business hours, like a whole bunch of different things, uh, working with these type of people that are just a little too close. And so what you can say is, you know what, I feel like I'm just a little too close to you to take on this type of work. Like, I love you. You can even go back into the previous one. I love you. I see your vision. you're pretty close. You are a female business owner and I can see you undergoing a growth crisis right now. And it's a little scary to me too. However, these are the circumstances under which we would work. And I feel like I'm a little bit too close to you. So um, these are the type of people that I'm working with right now. I would love to work with you, but it's actually you know, I'm too close. I care about you too much. I wouldn't be able to kick your ass in a way that you would need. So does that make sense? You guys, do you get that? That when you take on clients that you're a little bit too close to, that they're probably people that you should actually say no to. (laughs) They're the kind of people that would probably phone you up on a Friday night. And then you're accidentally, accidentally giving them a 90 minute business consult. Cause I've never done that. (laughs) I say with a twinkle in my eye and a whole lot of sarcasm. So just be careful about that. And I remember, and we might even do a whole show on this. I remember having to segue those people um, into a proper business arrangement with me. Like, okay, do you want a pep talk or a session? And then having them be sort of annoyed at me that I would actually position myself as the expert, position myself as somebody who could actually help. And so most of our businesses are providing solutions to people. And so if you're not willing to position yourself as the expert with these people that you're a little bit too close to, 
or they just simply can't see you as an expert because they just can't, then don't make them wrong. Just say no. And really, really be clear about saying no. And what can happen is those people can say, oh, well, my friend Jennifer, she identifies new profitability for female business owners undergoing a growth crisis. So why don't you just go work with her? (laughs) So you've said no, and you've already identified what it is that you do to people that you're a little bit too close to or people that you see their vision, but they don't actually fit the niche that you're working in. So you're going to want to join me after the break where I um, give you my third way of saying no, and then also let you know how you can get paid for business that you're not taking on. So that's why you're going to want to join me after the break. You've been listening to Big Fat Lies, and the Big Fat Lie is called I can't say no to big new business on Inspired Choices Network. My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis. We'll see you after the break. Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that? How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to jennifer at jennifercramerlewis.com. Oh my goodness, you guys, can you believe it? We are three quarters the way through this big fat lie called, I can't say no to new clients. <laughs> so if you're just tuning in, you are so going to want to listen to this because we've identified so many different areas where saying no to everybody is really not allowing you to pres- position yourself as an expert in niche, as an expert in your industry and get you so referable, so referable we just finished talking about how saying no builds authority and how saying no to people that you're a little too close to, just a little too close to, (laughs) is probably a pretty good idea because those people that you're a little too close to, you might tend to be a little too generous to. You might not be able to set professional boundaries with them. And they might be phoning you up or cornering you at a cocktail party. or They're not allowed to corner you anymore, but you know what I mean. <laughs> and then you accidentally talk about their business for 90 minutes and they go away feeling completely enriched. And you go away feeling like, oh, darn it, I did it again. I did it again. So think about that for yourself, you guys. The last, the last thing I want to leave you with today um, 
for a question that you need to ask yourself or a segue into saying no is, uh, I wrote it down, well, Jim, <laughs> we need to stay focused on our current mission. We need to stay focused on our current mission. So if somebody comes in and they are mission adjacent, just for example, I work with female business owners. And so somebody may ask, oh, well, can you come and work with my husband? And I will work with couples, but my main, um, my main person that I actually work with is women. And so it can be that I would get a referral to go and work with a man and my niche is women. So what I would say is I need to stay focused on my current mission, which is working with female business owners, helping them identify new profitability during a growth crisis. And so think about that for yourself. Like, what is your current mission? And, you know, if you're not really 100% sure what your current mission is, you're like, my mission is getting new clients, Jennifer. <laughs> well, why? Why is that your mission? What's your why on that? You might be like, oh, well, because I like to get paid. Okay. So let's just put money aside because we all know Robert Redford is not coming to pay anybody a million dollars. Think about that, you guys. We don't want indecent proposals. We want to actually work with people who enrich our business and we enrich their business. It's an infinite gifting and receiving. Do you guys get that? It's an infinite gifting and receiving when you invite people to work with you in your business and you provide your talents and your capacities and your abilities and your intellectual property, whatever it is, and they need to pay you. <laughs> but not only do they need to pay you, it needs to be in a circumstance that actually works for you. You know, because if it's soul sucking for you to provide all of that, and, you know, the rate of pay that they're paying you doesn't make you feel enriched or the circumstances through which you are working doesn't make you feel enriched, then you have to be careful. You just have to be careful. And so that's really what I want to leave you guys with today is I'm going to repeat it again. Saying no builds authority. You know, saying no builds authority and it's okay to say no. And I do notice that there's a lot of business owners who are female who have difficulty saying no, especially female business owners. For some reason, it's just not easy for you guys to say no. And so it might be fun for you to put yourself on a mission where you just say no for a week and see if it enriches your life. And, you know, Say no, but also say what you like. No, Jim, I can't actually take you on as a client because I work with female business owners. So that's my mission. I'm going to stay focused on my mission, Jim. But thank you so much. And so the other way that you can get paid is to have affiliates with other people who are mission adjacent. Do you know someone who takes on males? Do you know someone who 
does different things than you do. Like if somebody asked me to do a business plan, I don't do business plans. I talk about business plans, but I refer the business plans to my husband, who's a freaking expert. He's a Jedi at business plans. And I just, for myself, I'm a natural networker. I always know tons of people. I know who to refer people to. And so when I make a referral, I usually get a finder's fee for the referral. And so I don't know if that would make you feel comfortable to think about getting a referral fee for a finder's fee, but why not? You're making a really warm introduction. Those people are making money from your referral. And in most cases, it actually costs five times more to get a new lead or a cold lead than it does to have a warm referral. So that person say it would cost them $1,000 to get a new referral into their business. Well, if I refer it to them, then the money that they save could possibly come and be put in my pocket. And there's tons of coaches who have referrals, tons and tons. And so you can just have a nice discussion with them and say, hey, you know, I'd love to refer some business to you. What would that look like? What would that look like? And see, you know, if they get all pissy, then obviously you're not going to refer business to them. <laughs> what are they going to say? No. And then you're like, wow, Bob, that really builds authority when you tell me no. <laughs> So freaking good. So before we go, I want to remind you that I have an awesome event that's happening inside my community. Uh, you can go to community.jennifercramerlewis.com to join my community. And you can also hop on over to event.jennifercramerlewis.com to find out more about setting your week up for passion, productivity, possibility, and profit. Because that's the name of the game, guys. If you're not creating profit in your business, if you're not filled with the possibilities of having your own business, if you're not productive, you keep getting derailed, then you're not going to have time to have passion. And I freaking love getting jacked about life. I want you to have time for passion. So you've been listening to Big Fat Lies on Inspired Choices Network. And my name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis. And I just would love you to be the bright, shining beacon that you came here to be. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until next week, Jennifer invites you to laugh at limitation and live life delightfully by opening your eyes to the big fat lies.